0: but they didn't have to see what i saw and I, I have to put that out there as fact he brutalized my sister oh, wow. it wasn't just like maybe maybe i hit her too hard and she, she hit her head said, oh wow he he yeah. murdered her mm-hmm. brutally welcome back to conspiracy club i'm tom and I mean, And uh, for a second time, to finish out this Chris Benoit story, we have Chad here.
1: Yes, hello everyone, I am back,
0: ready to talk
1: about some heartbreaking shit, guys. Where are we? Well, I was going to say, you know what's not heartbreaking, and now I'll finish that. You know <laughs> it's not heartbreaking, Tom? The illustrious Sandmore Media Studios, which is, of course, where we are today. You know, it's, it's great. You know, isn't this just a beautiful studio? The hot tub in the corner, like... <laughs> Really, this sets the mood. The, the, uh, the cucumber
0: water he hands us when we walk exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you
1: guys get cucumber water. Me and Grant get like martinis. We already discussed this in the Pistons oh. Pivot. Like, oh my Martinis gosh. We're, oh. when we're out. About, I did
0: add that to my writer. Yeah. I hope yeah. anyone, I hope when, someone you, listened when, to when it. We,
1: uh, when we, when you guys, when your and more media contracts come up, just ask for martinis, and I'm sure it'll be in the clause. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will. I mean. All right, but what we're actually continuing this episode, not about the stew. Uh, it's about Chris Benoit.
2: Yeah. So, this last week, we deep dove into the... Dove? Last week, we deep dived into the wild <laughs> wrestling...
0: I don't know what it is, actually, because <laughs> yeah. both of us are wrong. Last week,
2: we <laughs> <Disgust>. talked about... <laughs> there you go. The deep life of Chris Benoit. Yeah. and Talked it, about his rise. His rise. And, like, you know, his eventual, you know, divorcing... Well... Almost divorce of his wife Nancy the first time which they end up getting back together as we all know yeah, they had a killer marriage they oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow I wish I could have came up with something you can oh okay you might say Nancy was tied up. Oh this no! One.
1: Oh uh, no! Yeah, uh-huh. that's oh, where we're no, going. Kind of
2: so we'll see. Oh, Jesus oh I Christ. take that joke back. Now I feel bad. <laughs> wow. Oh, so this dying. week
0: we're gonna. We talked about. Yeah, really we talked no- about. Really knocked him dead with that one.
2: Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. Last week we last talked week, about
0: how, how just how famous he was and how he got to that where he was, and we kind of ended it with uh, by suggesting yeah. that he was going through some marital problems with his wife. Yeah, and then we and, all, and then we uh, we're, we're giving you the hint of what's to come.
2: Yeah, so we ended off at the marital problems and also him winning and main eventing the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. So this is what we're gonna pick up at WrestleMania. Yes. So this is all coming from. The talk is Jericho interview with Nancy Benoit's sister,
1: which your boy hooked you up with.
2: Yes, you did, and <laughs> yeah. I was part of me was sad that she did because now I'm even more hurt about this story.
1: I feel I felt like I felt like because as soon as I as soon as I was driving home for the holiday, and as soon as I remembered the podcast, I pulled over and turned it on because I was like, oh, I have to listen to this because I just felt like it's a side that like we wouldn't get. Before mm-hmm. and it's I feel like it's pivotal if you're talking about It's very
2: it really is so and there's a lot of it to deep yeah. dive into so that's what we're gonna do. So let's jump into this wrestling with conspiracies part two. That was my plug for thank you, what I called it. But all right, so here we go.
1: I'm gonna just let you wrestle with that for a minute.
2: Yeah, oh yes, but uh <laughs> this is talking to Jericho, Sandra. I forgot what Nancy's real last name. I said it in the last episode, so you can say it. But uh, so we're picking up after WrestleMania. Benoit. Yeah. Oh, no, not that. Uh, this is what we're picking up. So after Benoit. WrestleMania. Yeah, Benoit. It's also not that. After WrestleMania is where his sister-in-law, Sandra, says he began to change. Chris. Chris would begin to disappear, but he would call you. And if you missed the call, he wouldn't call back for months. <laughs> Jericho called him the lock monster. He became very paranoid with his family. When he would go to the gym, he would take different routes and cars, following the win of his championship. He began to have a short temper, and he wouldn't want to go out to restaurants anymore, because he wouldn't want Nancy—I mean, he would want Nancy or Sandra to pick up the food. Nancy chalked it up to him being afraid that people would harm his family after WrestleMania, because when you're on top like that. People might, you know, crazy people. We talked are. about
0: the thing where they beat up, they really beat up people and took their belts yeah, and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, so. And they said, and she said in the podcast that she knows of wrestlers who have had like their kids like kidnapped. kidnapped. What? Yeah. Because they're big, popular, famous wrestlers, you know, it's just like kidnapping a celebrity's kid, like for that ransom money. And I think that's like one of the things that she was trying to touch upon was everyone just chopped it up to Chris being like, I, you know, I'm this big top dog in the biggest company in the world, like. You know, no. my kids could now be in trouble or mm-hmm. in harm. So, um, and then you know, I think there was definitely more going on, but I oh, do yeah. think, but I do think that was a a contributing factor to it.
2: So yes, so Chris, <laughs> she says, was always kind to her, to his fans. He would always ask people who would come up to him what type of job they had because he was never sure how wrestling how long wrestling would last for him. So he was always looking for like maybe I'll do this because. uh... He never had a job outside of wrestling. It was it. For his whole life, it's only been wrestling. He never was like a pizza guy at a point. (laughs) It was just wrestling for him. And uh, she goes on to talk about how Nancy and Chris were great parents. Chris, whenever home from the road, he would spend all the time with his family. He was an avid reader, and he loved music, would always ask for CD burns. He was a huge uh, Eminem fan and Pantera
0: he loved up any music. I thought you would relate to that. Yeah, he's I like you like Pantera, Cowboys from Hell. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. I fuck with it. Are Pink you monster. an Eminem fan? I mean, I'm not like a mega fan, but, but like who doesn't yeah, like Eminem? He's up exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So all the guys in the locker room loved and look up to Chris. Prior to the murder, he left the house and Nancy filed a restraining order, talking about earlier. But we're gonna deep dive actually into it. Okay. Uh so Sandra says that Chris pushed Nancy to an island in their kitchen. And she had been through it before and refused to let it happen again. And then she began to look to attorneys and trying to make sure the res- restraining order struck. I mean, stuck to him. Like, this
1: mm-hmm. was it. Struck might have been right. <laughs>
2: yeah. And this go went on for like two or three weeks until Mike Dun- Durham, which is Johnny Grunge from uh, Public Enemy. Yeah. Uh, It's a wrestling group that was huge in ECW and WCW. They were like the first ones to start putting people through tables really in America, mainstream-wise. And yeah, he talks to both of them and he begins to try to smooth things over with them, which he then uses Sandra to talk to Chris, who then convinces Sandra to let Nancy talk to him, which then they worked out things. And that was two years before the murder. So after all that, Sandra ends up Working it out and getting her sister back with her husband. yeah. Which uh,
0: she probably regrets now. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So uh, she believed that the work and feeling his age at his job without him ever working another job began to make him freak out. And Nancy, who managed Chris already, had already had plans to open up a wrestling school. And Chris was nervous about that, but
1: Nancy would like went super far with it. like she had shirts already made yeah. and stuff like that. And apparently, and apparently, uh, uh, Sandra. Sandra has in her basement, like you said in the talk of Jericho interview, just a big box of Benoit Wrestling Academy
0: shirts. That, oh my gosh! For mm-hmm. you like, <laughs> I need one of those. Oh,
1: see, I would. I as soon as I heard that, I was like. Fuck! I want a Benoit wrestling academy. Yeah, shirt. Yeah, I was like, kind of like, like, I was like, oh god, like that'd be a like a sick wrestling the, like, school if it would have worked out. Oh yeah, because that would have been a great wrestling it school. If it would have worked out, and like, wrestling. and the entire Benoit name is like an infamy now. But like, I don't know, I would probably still get the Benoit academy shirt just to say I had one. Yeah,
2: but Chris was so back to the wrestling school. He was not, you know, he was too nervous. Actually, I have a question, Robin.
0: So she's just holding that white. She hasn't thrown him out.
2: She's just yeah. She still has
0: him. Yeah. Interesting. I think that's an interesting them, point maybe. that she hasn't like tossed him out, but she yeah. also isn't like doing anything. I feel
1: like, like I feel like in a way, like I don't know, that's a t shirt that your sister made, you know what I mean? It it could in a weird way still kinda tie you yeah. to that. Like I don't know. I've got my I've got my actually in this pocket right here. My my cousin who's passed away is like little like wristband yeah. thing. So like, you know, it's it's one of those things or yeah, it's just a shirt, but like I don't know, like, I could tie her there. Yeah, you know? okay, I, I mean the Benoit name probably doesn't sit too kind of with her, like yeah. as it would
2: or, or it might. I don't know, yeah, but I like mean, she says later on that she's not like she's not completely still mad because she said that Nancy would want her to kind of move on and not like completely hold it against him still. Yeah, but she's still pissed off, but not to the degree she was at first. Yeah. but all this nervousness that he has started to boil into the relationship, and then this is when it started to push him over. So in 2005, his best friend Eddie Guerrero dies of yeah. heart failure. Uh, which I
1: remember. I remember exactly where I was. I say like, I remember. I remember what I was, where I was, yep. and what I, what was, I was doing, doing. Yep. when I found out Eddie Guerrero died. I was in my mom. I was in my car. I
2: mean, not in my car. I was with my mom. She was driving. I was in my mom's car. We were listening to AM radio, and they were talking about random shit. And then out of nowhere, they're just like wrestler Eddie Guerrero
1: dies. Of uh, heart failure, and I was like... I was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, watching cartoons, and then my mom came in and told me, and I was like, oh, no.
2: Yeah, no, I was Not fucking Eddie Guerrero. heartbroken when that happened. He was my favorite wrestler, and even though
1: he was like a heel at the time or a bad guy, I still fucking love See, him. I've always liked bad guys. I've always... Even when I was a kid, like like, okay, for example, like the Hardy Boys, you know? Yeah. Everyone's like, I love Jeff Hardy, and I think Jeff Hardy is a very boring wrestler. Don't get me wrong. He his is. high flying ability is impressive, but He's as a d- character, he bores me to tears. No, I like a character, no character that's going to go into a like, this random fucking town in like Mississippi and bash the town, get the entire uh, arena to boo them and then st- and still makes you go, but God damn it, you're a good one. W- I just, I don't know. I like a good villain. So yeah, I always yeah, no. for bad guys.
2: Yeah. I understand <laughs> that because they usually have more character. Like they're more yeah. deep. I just Meanwhile, think it'd just be more fun to play a bad guy that in too. wrestling. Like, Meanwhile, like baby faces or good guys yeah. literally are just like it's like they call them white me baby faces for a reason because there's literally, literally like I'm a good
1: guy. And that's it. Yeah. I don't cheat. Die yeah. fight with that unless you're Stone Cold. Stone yeah, Cold. No, and, but like, he's there's like tweener. those there's like those edgy baby faces. Those are tweeners. Yeah, They're but, in but between. like I don't yeah. know. I want to be a scoundrel. There's a gray area. Chicken shit heel. But like heels are like <laughs> I'm like, I'm shitty. Yeah. I'm cheating. I'm going to cheat and hide I'm behind my seven you. foot tall like bodyguard. Yeah, I'm doing, like,
2: and then when we do fight, I'm going to
1: cheat. To yeah. Win. I'm like, going to hit you with weapons, hit you I'm in the gonna nuts. I'm going to
2: shit on everything. It's, yeah. it's awesome. But so she says, Sandra says that Eddie's death put Crispin Walt into a feeling of permanent bereavement, and Nancy was nervous that something was going to happen to him. Well, she was right. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. And then Johnny Grunge passed away. Yeah, and this mm-hmm. was like months, Mm-hmm. months later. Johnny Grunge passes away. And then this wrestler named Black Cat, who was who Chris
1: Benoit's like mentor, mentor like, one in one of his trainers, he passes away. Wow, that's just a oh,
0: like, bad things coming three.
2: and then the big boss man, another one of his friends,
1: passed away. What yeah. was
0: happening? Why did they all die? Just happened to happen at the same time. When
1: you're a, so there's just this. When you're a wrestler, like. I mean it's it's pretty much accepted in the wrestling community too. When you're a wrestler, you're probably going to die early. Yeah. Because well, for one thing, the job is physically demanding. Like you're purposely like throwing you doing taking bumps and especially back in the and, and, and even now, like, you know, pain, wrestlers, pop painkillers, like it's candy because they're constantly in pain. You know, painkillers are probably if a wrestler dies of a drug overdose, that's usually and all the at least from all the things that I've read and reports I've seen. That's usually what it is because it's so easily accessible and yeah. it's just so if you're a, if you're a wrestler and you go to the doctor, they're gonna give you pain kids, yeah. painkillers.
2: This too, if this imagine this was vodka,
1: alcohol, crazy.
2: They a lot of them mix pills with alcohol. There's a lot of that. Like there's a lot of flex. I don't want to yeah.
1: stereotype it and be like, oh, they all do, because I'm sure there's some that no, don't. Yeah. But like but it's back very, in that time it, back in that time frame, especially, like yeah. it's what it was. That's no, what you, you can did. go back and watch shows that were like around
2: in like 98, 97. and you can literally look at it and be like, He's dead, he's dead, he's dead, 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 dead. They can be whole pay-per-views where it's like maybe five people alive still. Yeah. Wow. I would watch yeah.
1: like I would I would I'll like watch old YouTube videos of like wrestling like promos and stuff, and there'll be like five people in the ring talking, and I'll be like God, not a single one of them are alive now. Like, and it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Because, like, they're, like, like maybe 15, 20 years older than we are. Like, like, like yeah. if, they were, if they were still around. Yeah. Like, and that's crazy. Yeah.
2: Like, like, like uh, a lot of them, for me, when wrestlers are, if they, when they make it to their 40s, I'm like, holy shit. And then when you get to, like, your 50s still, like, yeah. I'm used to, like, I'm so used to, like, fucking stories like Devon Eric family we like basically. That's a conspiracy club story for all, another. Oh, we'll another talk time about too. the von Erichs. It's five if you sons. Get out, all of them are dead except for one, and they all did not die. Most of them are suicide, and one of them is probably suicide. But they
1: covered it up to make it. And look they like all it was were disgusting. like a year apart from each other. Yep.
2: Wow. So we're gonna talk about that at some point. So stay tuned for that later
1: on. Down I'll come the on for that one. And then another thing too, on top of like drugs and stuff, like concussions and like a lot of like yeah. brain trauma too. Yeah. Like,
2: and also, if when you win the WWE championship for guys like that, there was so much pressure on them because T V at the time, a lot of wrestling, especially in the big companies, lived by TV and ratings, especially at that time. And the ratings weren't amazing around two thousand four and five. Like it was kind of like a dime a down period, but not really. So a lot of them like Eddie Guerrero took it to heart or Crispin Wall really took it to heart. Eddie Guerrero took it to the heart took <coughs> The point that he did not want to be WWE champion. Like, they forced him to be it because he was that popular at the time. But, like, he was, like, the first chance that he was able to get that belt off him, he did
1: immediately. Who Was Eddie, Eddie Guerrero. Guerrero
0: okay? And, and you mentioned Chavo, who's the, that's his uh Ch- nephew? Chavo was another uh, I feel like I've, I've and, heard of yeah. Chavo, yeah.
1: Chavo was Eddie Guerrero's uh nephew, gotcha. Slash,
2: Like basically,
1: they've got like brother. they're like they're brothers basically, yeah. they're okay. bond, they were born but, at the same time,
2: I yeah, yeah, they're like the same age. Yeah, Eddie has a big ass family, but so uh, following uh, the that's big, like was that
0: five deaths, four deaths,
2: uh, yeah, uh, we're not done yet, we're not done, not done yet. But oh. following that death, Chris Benoit caused Jericho crying and saying he can't take any more of his friends dying. And then a year after that, the year later, this is before Eddie dies, Eddie dies. And Jericho says that Chris came up to him at the funeral, crying like a child, not wanting to be taken away from his mom. And then Jericho thinks that it put him over the edge. And then Miss Elizabeth dies and Sherry Martell dies. Yeah. Uh, And Nancy called her sister crying, saying that it just won't end. Like they just won't stop dying. And there was a lot. Sandra says that there was a lot of self-medicating in the house following all those deaths, especially Eddie's. She called it the Judy Garland syndrome. You know who Judy Garland is. She is, you know. uh, Do you know who she is? Yes, I do. (laughs) She was
1: Dorothy. Dorothy. I
2: I don't know why I was blanking on that. That's a
0: story. That's not another another story story where they were just like making her chain smoke. Yeah. Packs, tons of packs. 10 cigarette packs a day and like do tons of drugs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But. Uh, taking drugs just to get get up and go throughout the day. It was a combo of steroids, drugs and alcohol. Could have been concussions too. The autopsy never said that he had Alzheimer's or couldn't remember people. She says that she never exert uh, I mean the absurd. autopsy never said that? Yeah, really. So uh Sandra says that she never saw uh Chris ever like be like something like the characteristics of someone with Alzheimer's where they couldn't remember anything. And she's upset that Chris's dad is trying to expand it into a concussion problem in order to take the blame off of Chris. Because if you can just chalk it up to CT, they'll be like, all right, so we have a reasoning to say, okay, that's why he killed her. And that's why I was playing you that clip earlier of her saying, no, like it wasn't one of those accidental, like he accidentally murdered my sister. He might've hit her too hard. No,
1: he brutally murdered her. I th- I think it's a combination of, 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 I think all of those things, you know, on top of the fact that, you know, he had a drug problem, you know, he was probably being immensely depressed. I can't even imagine if all, if I had that many friends die in like the span of like months, like, you know, and on top of that and like just and the, the immense stress he was going through, like you could probably have a psychotic break. Like, yeah. I, like you yeah. know, I definitely... I Mixed don't think,
0: with all the drugs that he was probably already taking. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't
1: think it's fair to chalk it up to one thing, but I think it's a combination of all of those things yeah. as to what did it.
2: She thinks it was a combination of many things, problems, ah, with, good. problems in the home that she wouldn't talk about. She said that it wasn't an act for someone with brain damage. She understands why people would want to believe that because of how tough it is living without uh, living, having not knowing a motive of why he did it. She says it was a combo of all drugs, alcohol, roids, and and deaths. She said he had a look in his eyes like he always thought he was the next to go. And Chris Jericho, to this day, can't understand how he would kill his son, Daniel. Like, he could understand, like, I guess he could reasonably, like, make Nancy work. He said in
1: the podcast, he was like, you know, I could see, like, someone being like, oh, I'm so mad I'm going to kill my wife. And he said that really casually. And I was like, oh. You may want to get your wife out of there I was <laughs> her? I was like, Oh, that's not, no. I'm just not getting in a fight, but, but like, at like, like, no point, at no point when I was married, was I like, oh, I'm so mad at Libby, I'm just gonna murder her. Like, yeah. No, never, no, yeah, absolutely not. But so, so he says, I
0: feel like that's the same thing,
1: Yeah, Thank you, <laughs> it is. So she says yeah, I thought that that was really weird when he said that. <laughs> it was,
2: I was kind of like, I don't know about that, I don't know about that, Chris, but go <laughs> so ahead. Maybe, maybe he just up.
0: means it like. That's an adult to an adult. Like, in what situation would you be like, I'm going to murder a kid? I'm going to murder a child. Yeah. We'll see. I, mean, I don't
1: think I, I'm going to murder anyone, though. Like, that's yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah, like, yeah, I don't go through my day saying, i, have I been, been will pretty angry you. at points in my life. Mm-hmm. And I've never been like, I'm going to f- end your murder. Life. That, man.
2: <laughs> There's been people where I'm like, I want to put my hands on. I want to beat the shit out of you, but I will stop. Before I'm I going murder to you.
1: cease your breath. Yeah. Like,
2: no. But then she says, she says that she wants to make sure. That it, people don't believe that maybe, which I'm going to give to Grant as a clip that you hear at the start of the show. Uh, it wasn't just a, maybe I hit her too hard. No, he murdered her and he brutalized her. The people didn't have to see what she saw. Yeah, she said
1: it was really graphic. Yeah,
2: he murdered her brutally. They allowed her to see the crime scene without the bodies, of, of course. It was very hard for her to understand why he would kill Daniel because he understood if, every, if anything ever happened to Chris or Nancy... Uh, Sandra would take care of him unconditionally. She believes that it was a selfish last act. Nancy was killed. So Nancy was killed Friday evening. I'm not yeah, going to get is into the, the, this. Is the,
1: this is fucked.
2: I'm not going to get into the actual like, shit that happened, like the details of the murder yet. Yeah, that's later on. But Nancy was killed Friday evening between 11 and 1 a.m. And then Daniel was killed Saturday morning. So he gave a full... He kills Nancy that night, waits till... They say it's 5 in the next morning kills Daniel. And then he killed himself Sunday evening. So he just sat in the house with his wife and kid dead. And then he killed himself. So he spent two full days in the house with both of them being dead. By this point, he had gone insane. He called WWE. I'm going to get into this deeper too later on. He calls WWE trying to make a flight and was trying to get to the match for Night of Champions that Sunday. Which he was made not made of but he was supposed to pay to face CM Punk for, for the, the ECW, ECW championship. Champion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Forget about WWE, ECW. It's it was it, WWE tried to <laughs> reboot ECW, and it was but it was just, shitty, just the worst. Because it thing. wasn't extreme; it was just like. You want to see some, and it was on sci-fi, so they try to connect it, and they'd be like, "This is the wrestler." This is the Yeti or the zombie. <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: my god. Yeah. That doesn't. Yeah.
2: No, it was, and it like a vampire wrestler. Yeah. That was his thing. Yeah, it was a wild time, but um, he defaulted. She says that he probably default defaulted to going to work, and then she believes that his psychotic break would lead him into doing this. She's not sure if this was the idea was the idea the whole weekend. She just know she does know that he did in fact research on the computer the quickest way and easiest way to break a neck. He pulled down the wow yeah
1: that was in his Google search. I'm history.
2: gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna skip how he kills himself because I'm gonna save that for later on. So. Uh, her, I mean, Chris Jericho's hypothesis was about why he killed himself was that all the pressure of winning the belt and the death of his friends was choking or killing him. She always thought that it was d- grotesque that the way he killed himself, which, once again, I'm going to get into, because it shows that he had a thought process of to how he killed himself and that he actually thought about it. And she, he researched it, and he, also she talks about the weird... The weird thing with the Bibles he did, I'm going to expand on that also, because he did some really weird shit with Bibles after the murders. Uh, They were not religious people, which was weird because they would only go to church to get Daniel into a private school. He was interested in all types of religions, though, but just to read about them.
1: Yeah, he wanted to learn about them, but he wasn't practicing anything.
2: Yeah. Um, Eddie, however, his friend was super religious, and that might have been the cause of why he was interested. I mean, why he did the Bible shit. 'Cause maybe he was like assigned to Eddie, like Eddie watch over them or some bullshit. That's what Chris tried Chris Jericho tried to spin it
1: as. I was like I think I think too on his on his end though, like, you know, we gotta also remember, like, that was one of his best friends. And yeah. if one of my best friends brutally murdered his family and himself, some, I don't like know. I would be looking for anything anything. Yeah. Like he said, anything to make me feel like my best friend wasn't a maniac. Yeah. And he didn't And he just had a You know what I mean Like anything that could make me be like Oh my The guy I've known For so All long All these years Wasn't a, a sadistic murder. Insane Maniac But he had something going on
2: Yeah So, so. Uh, Chris would in fact Write in a journal To Eddie after Eddie died Because Sandra would do that She told him to do that Because she, when she had a friend die She did that She would write in the journal Like the person was still alive Like shit that they would just talk about Usually But he stopped three months before the incident. And she says that she definitely knows that it wasn't an outside source or Kevin Sullivan who did the murder. Yeah,
1: so there's a conspiracy theory that Kevin Sullivan, the guy who's Chris Benoit, there's a conspiracy theory that he is the reason why he was behind the murder. How how so? Um, I'm not exactly familiar with the conspiracy theory because it's just utter lunacy. But apparently, at least from what I understand... What happened was he like set up, Uh, he set up the, mur- like he murdered in the, in the theory, he murdered all of them and then framed it on Benoit. Wow. Like he That'd was able, he was able intricate. to frame everything and spin it yeah. so that everyone blames Benoit for it. And Kevin Sullivan is, and there's podcasts you can listen to, the, the podcast, because she came on to Chris's podcast. Originally, because he had Bill Apter on, and Bill Apter was the guy telling Chris about the conspiracy theory that it was Kevin Sullivan, and she was like, "That's bullshit." I'm going to come on your podcast and say how that's bullshit that is. Um, and so I thought about listening to the Bill Apter podcast, but then I just didn't think about yeah, it because no. it was Thanksgiving, and that's Plus not really how, that's not really how I want to spend my Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's <laughs> such a stupid yeah. Thought too. So, but yeah, so that's a conspiracy theory that like you know, and Kevin some and some did. people are on the club of yeah. that conspiracy theory. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But
2: I'll t- get into also later on why people think that it was an outside source <laughs> that killed them. but uh, Aliens. S- yeah. Sandra hadn't talked to Chris's other kids because he had two other kids with his other wife. Did, did they not live with him? No. No, no they, they were, were older. They, Yeah, they were adults. Yeah, oh, they okay. were around our age yeah. now. Yeah. True. Well, my age and one is older than me. And but,
1: and their and Nancy wasn't their mom either. Yeah. So if they weren't old enough to live on their own, they probably lived with Chris's with Martina, uh, yeah, ex-wife, his, Yeah. Martina. Martina McBride.
2: Yeah, I wish it was. But uh, <laughs> Chris's other kids, until two years ago, so really four years ago, because that interview was two years ago, when she began talking to David again, his son, he almost uh, destroyed, I mean, uh, David said, or they both said that, he almost destroyed the wrestling business because of the giant
1: media storm that followed them. Yeah, he almost single handedly took down WWE. Wait, who did? But Chris, Chris Benoit. Benoit. Oh, yeah. The entire yeah. incident almost single handedly bankrupted and put out of business WWE. Wow. Yeah, it that was, was huge when this happened. Like, they, he almost killed wrestling. Uh-huh. Something that he loved and cared about more than anything in this world. He literally almost destroyed. Yeah. Which I mean,. And, and you know, and and the uh, the 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 wrestling mark in me is like, oh, wrestling wouldn't have died, WWE no. would have died, but like if WWE goes down, wrestling's taking a huge hit. Yes, so yes, you'd be crazy to say otherwise. But
2: so then they, this is how the bodies were found. So the neighbor, Holly, found the bodies, and she told Sandra not to watch TV. So when they were in the house, Sandra, and Nancy's, cause okay, after the murder. After they get the bodies out, they release the house to Sandra, and and uh, and uh, Nancy's Nancy's parents. Yeah, and they were in the house, and they were told not to turn the TV on because they didn't want to see any of the wild shit that was going on with the TV. Yeah, because everyone was just throwing out random bullshit as like motives and just shit like that. Yeah,
1: I remember. I remember you said um, in the first episode of the podcast you mentioned that um, the autism, the autism thing. Yeah, I ended up reading. And at first, I, I heard you say it, and I was like. Ugh, why did that not sit right with me? And I couldn't remember why. And then I was like, and then and, and then I was listening to the podcast, and I was like, oh, that's why, because yeah, I remembered that she said. I that.
2: remember, because then after I li- after
1: like I like read up on, I was like, wait a minute, what
2: the fuck was I talking about? He didn't have autism.
1: Yeah, not, he was uh, just really shy. Yeah, uh, he didn't have autism, but there were reports saying
0: on the media that he did. Yeah. So
1: that's why I thought I was like, oh, I mean, I mean, there were reports that he did so.
0: Yeah. Oh, so okay. That was just something that was flying around. Yeah, yeah.
1: that was that. The, Not even the, flying around. That, like, fake, that was in the fake. It was that fake oh. news. Yeah. Oh, it was gotcha. that Everyone spews about now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, so Holly finds a body. She tells it. So this is when Sandra starts to get the into the house. So Sandra and Nancy's mother decided to just clean the house. I mean, clean the dishes in the house because they were figured that dishes Nancy laundry. Yeah, they yeah. started
1: doing household chores because they were like Nancy wouldn't want their her yeah, house messy. She wouldn't
2: want the house is dirty. Wow, yeah, and then they said that uh, they didn't want to sleep in any of the rooms that they had because they didn't want to be anywhere near the bodies where the bodies were. Because for some reason, every room in the house that they had designated to them was next to where somebody died. Yeah, Sandra's right. room was next to Daniel's room and he was killed there. Uh, Nancy's parents' room was in the basement and Chris
1: yeah, died there. This wasn't just like a regular house, like Benoit had a mansion and like and he had like, a, like his sister. His sister uh, Sandra had her own like level in the house and it was like her room and then like oh, Daniel's I didn't know room. That.
0: Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and then he
1: his parents, like his peg like, uh Nancy's parents had their own like floor.
0: Oh, I didn't like. realize they all lived together.
1: <laughs> well, I'm when sure they, they visited. I'm sure they didn't all live together, but like when they were there, they had their own places to stay. Oh, gosh. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, and he so. was like actually I'm gonna talk about it later on, but he was actually thinking about buying a bigger house where they actually all could stay. Yeah. But uh so They didn't want to be anywhere where the bodies were murdered. And then the media, like CNN, would put the lights on the house just to see if anyone in the house was moving.
1: So any of the family members in the house were moving. Just to see them just living in the house. Like, oh, Sandra and the Benoit family just doing laundry in the Benoit house. Like, Oh, that's, that's scummy. Yeah. And they would constantly put out lies in the news. And this was one of the
2: things they lied about was Chris was putting Daniel on steroids. Yeah.
0: What?
1: Yeah, one of the stories. Yeah. One of the stories just was totally un. Yeah, based on one fact. of the stories was that he yes. was like pumping Daniel with like, like in the like in the arm, like with steroids. Yes. Wow. Which, like, yeah. Which, where did they even come up with that?
2: I don't. I guess he had like scrapes or something on his arm or some shit. Like I don't know what they were her, that what their reasoning was, but that really pissed Sandra off.
1: I mean, as it would. Like, yeah. if That was my fucking nephew. Yeah, I'd be lose my mind. Yeah, like,
2: she says that Dane was very much like Chris and was super shocked yeah. because Chris was really shy. She guy. made
1: a she made a reporter like come back on TV and like say, "Oh, I was wrong. I'm sorry." Because she was like, "That's bullshit," and you're going to say that was bullshit. Wow. Yeah. She took it to like, and to the reporter and like demanded he he backpedal and take it back. And he did. And he did. Wow.
2: And not, and then she said that he's not on the autism (laughs) spectrum. So I take that back. Um, So it was really wild that the last, on that Friday before like, when it, before shit went down or last week, or no, the Friday before the shit, like everyone started getting killed, uh, Daniel actually celebrated his, uh, finishing his first horse riding lessons. So they had a barbecue. That's why they cleaned the house. Cause they were like, the plates were dirty and shit. And, uh, she says that Nancy was the nicest person in the locker room. Uh, she was known as a locker room mom and always thought of anyone else but herself. She would play many jokes in the locker rooms on, uh, it was this, uh, Gordon Sully. Who's like this really like iconic, uh, announcer. Or play by play guy. Uh, she was. She knew that he kind of had a crush on her. So she would kind of fuck with him about it all the time. And he would kind of get like a little like, this <laughs> is <just laughs> awkward. <Yeah. laughs> Funny. And uh, her and uh, Sir Oliver Humperdink would get a good laugh out of that. <laughs> so I'm pro Humperdink, by the way. He's my favorite one of yep. their the little, the little cult gimmick. Humperdink 2018.
1: Humperdink 2018. Yes. Uh, the company. But the fuck... Nevermind, remember, you're into politics. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> pro Yeah. But uh, so WWE following this made a huge change to their drug program and systems and hitting people in the head with chairs, thanks to Chris and Eddie's death. Back in the day, I mean, now they have this three strikes policy. If you get fucked, if you do any... If you fail three, like, uh, tests, you're fired, basically. Yeah. The unless first, you're Randy the Jordan. first
1: one's like a slap on the wrist. They're like, "Hey, don't do that." The second one, they fine you and then they suspend you. And then the third time, now nah, you're, you're out. And right. it's the first
2: one's sixty days, yeah, ninety days suspension. They may even
1: they may even find you the first time too. I'm not sure. Yeah. I know they definitely fine you either on strike two or one or two.
2: Yeah, and but unless you're Randy Orton and you get two strikes and then you don't get one for like a year or two and then you get those two erased. But uh RK out of nowhere. Yep. Yeah. They get RK out of nowhere.
1: Or you're John Cena and then you just can't see him. Yeah, that too. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh so she believes that Nancy would want Sandra to forgive Chris, but she still doesn't want to see Chris Benoit matches on Raw. But she does still have affection towards Benoit because of all the good times. But he was erased by the WWE.
1: Yeah, so now that now that we're like discussing the death, so this is so in and when this was all happening, they were running a storyline where Vince McMahon gets murdered. Like, while this is happening. so like, up in his so, like, limousine. They blow up his limo, and like, the entire story is who murdered Vince McMahon? And. They were gonna have a Monday Night Raw episode and the episode was like they were called the the tribute to Vince McMahon and it was gonna be like a raw gimmick where they're just like, Oh, Vince was a good guy. Like and yeah. then literally so the show starts and I remember watching this episode of Raw. Same. I remember watching the episode of Raw. And it comes on empty fucking arena. Vince McMahon is standing in the middle of the ring and you're like, What? And he's just like today's Raw was gonna be about the alleged demise of my character, Vince McMahon, but uh Yeah, we actually, unfortunately, have the actual passing of Chris Benoit. How? And and so this episode is going to be the Chris Benoit tribute. And like, literally, I'd like.
0: Was that the first that you'd heard of it?
1: That was the first I found. I found out when I saw it on TV. A lot of people did. Because like, I was a little kid. I didn't like, I didn't, I grew up without internet. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a computer. I didn't have anything. Plus,
2: computers were like. Shitty. Yeah, this is like 2005. like five, yeah, was but 2007, like two so, thousand seven. Like the dialogue like, fucking connection you'd usually yeah, have. I dialogue. But it. I didn't even have that.
1: So like I find out on TV and like I Sat down Like I took a seat Like tears in my eyes Cause Benoit was like My fucking guy I loved Chris Benoit oh, did you know? Him and Eddie Guerrero both Like I was like Those are my two guys But so Since then WWE So yeah So has then they had this races. Giant oh, yeah. like This just emotional Heartbreaking Like tribute They're showing Benoit's Best moments his All of his great matches All of his friends Are like saying how great Of a guy he was Except for William Regal Who Who's was like Skeptical as fuck sure about it about this. And like All this shit And then literally The next fucking day it gets out what actually happens. And then, like, so then the next episode of Raw, like, it's still whoops. Vince McMahon. Actually, I think it might have been SmackDown that week. The was. next time WWE was on TV, mm-hmm. Vince is on there and he's like, hey, pal. Hey, hey pal. As far as I'm, as like, as far as the WWE goes, this is the last time you'll ever hear Chris Benoit's name mentioned on our TV show. And they have erased everything if you go to the wwe network you can type in a wrestler's name and everything they're in and the network is there if you type in chris benoit's name in the wwe network nothing pops up
0: they have do they not have the footage at all <laughs> no they, they do they have they have They've the footage but now. they can't
1: archive to it so like okay. if you watch an old like pay-per-view that like, he happened to be on they have it archived so like you can watch like oh like if i want to watch like you know a specific match from like survivor, you know, series, survivor 98, series 98 i can like Jump on the pay per view, skip to the archives, find the thing I want to watch, watch it, and move on with my day. And
0: he's in it. And, no, and, he's not. And, in and that if Chris
1: one. Benoit, if you watch a pay per view or something that Chris Benoit was in, it won't be archived. You have to actually like search, search, like rewind, fast forward, pause, and try to find it. He main evented a fucking WrestleMania, and if you turn that WrestleMania on, it's not archived. You won't wow. be able like you you you'll be able to see it because like it still happened, and so you'll you'll just have to actually wait until it comes up and then watch it like yeah, I wouldn't be able to match. just be like boom, 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 boom here it is I'd have to like just wait I'd either have to rewind it and just try to find it or just watch it then
2: That's you have pretty to watch crazy. The Mania. Yeah, yeah, they don't
1: mention him at all. Yeah.
2: Wow. So uh she does believe that WWE should like show footage because he had amazing matches. Oh no, she says that she believes that uh so she says that it was strictly a WWE decision of them erasing him. Like, she had nothing to do with that. They just got rid of him and said it was done. She believes that they did How the How right do you guys thing.
0: feel about that?
2: I'm fucking fine with it. I don't want to watch a Chris Van match. I've never had to, like... The I, I
1: have went back and rewatched Chris Van matches because they are he really has good. Really he good. has
0: some
2: amazing
1: um, ones. But as far as, as far as them erasing like that him that letter match with Jericho? There are a lot of people where they're like, yeah, I know... Benoit the person was a murderer, but Benoit the wrestler was a... No, fuck that. Yeah, no, no it's no, a guy. Benoit the person who plays Benoit the wrestler murdered somebody. And so, therefore, yeah, no, Can't. I'm I'm all about what they do. Like, a lot of people are like, he should go in the Hall of Fame. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. We're going
2: to talk about that. So, let's put a pin in that. So. um uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, so what Sandra says It was a strictly uh, Her decision I mean a strictly WWE decision To get like a race, all that shit And she believes He should never Ever Ever Be in the Hall of Fame I agree Never And there's a lot of, Like recently That has become A gigantic like Thing in the Like wrestling community People have been Really wanting Like a lot of people There's a small minority That really want him To be in the Hall of Fame For some reason
1: He's a good wrestler Yeah If he didn't If you know If the whole fucking tragedy Didn't happen oh, he would've been in first there First battle He'd probably be in there already yeah. First battle hall of famer He yeah. was great No yeah But yeah. he fucking murdered His wife and kid and himself Like No No And The Rock isn't even in there yet Really So we
2: also have priorities
1: <laughs> Yeah we have pr- The Undertaker's not yes, in
2: there Yes there's priorities But uh So She does believe that WWE Should show more footage of Nancy Cause Nancy was like a wrestler I mean a uh, great manager too And like, she, she was a wrestler she, I'd he, be
1: okay if Nancy went in the hall I You can, would. You can put but, Nancy yeah. in the Hall of Fame if you want. Just don't put Chris Benoit in it. Is she, she had...
0: cut as well, or is she still in the archives? No,
1: you can find her stuff. Well, Nan- Nancy was never a wrestler. Yeah. Nancy was like the manager. She had some okay. So like Managers. I'm sure you was could. she
0: his manager or she managed No, wrestlers. she managed
1: she managed Kevin Sullivan and a few oh, other yeah. wrestlers. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure if you watched a pay-per-view she was on, you could probably find her. But it wouldn't be, this is Nancy Benoit. It yeah. would be like, here's Kevin Sullivan, and there's woman. Like yeah. it would be like yeah, she gotcha. would just be oh, around. Los
2: Angeles. And plus WWE her footage is more older, so it takes WWE takes forever for putting up older shit, like that '80s period. Some, if you're not like fucking WCCW or fucking, I don't know uh, Jim Crockett, they kind of take their time to put your shit up. Yeah, but uh, she does. So at the end, they asked her uh, what was her the one thing she misses the most about them. She says she misses the moments where it could just be her. And Nancy watching Law and Order and talking about literally anything in the cautious optimism.
1: So that is, uh, that was her. That, yeah. That's her take on it. Was Are you gonna talk about what Chavo said? In yes, the other thing I Chavo's sent you? next. Because I sent I sent Amir and Tom another s- Tom s- snippet of a look. Uh, another snippet of a podcast. I was eating Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's fine. And uh, it was he was so Chris Jericho was interviewing Chavo Guerrero. Yeah. And he gives what happened. He'll he he'll tell the story the day he found out, which is the same day all the wrestlers found out. Yes. And he'll give you like that whole side of it too. So
2: let's get into it. So Chavo, who was traveling with him at the time, says he never saw him mad and he would have to stick up for Chris when guys tried to mess with him because Chris was the type of guy who wouldn't be like, you know, I'm going to fuck this guy for messing with me, even though I've heard other stories in some (laughs) cases.
1: The wrestling business is, is such a big respect based business, you know, it like Guys like, you know, back then, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, but even more so now, like Chris Jericho, John Cena, the big names, like, like okay, so a good story. Um, the Miz, the Miz, yeah, when the Miz was just starting out in the business, he, I think he, I forgot who he pissed off. I think he pissed off, I don't think it was Randy Orton. I think it was Benoit. Oh, it was Benoit. It was Benoit. <laughs> he that's why I was saying. I he, don't know about this. The Miz put his bag... In Chris Benoit's like locker, like where Chris Benoit's locker was. Miz put his, his bag up there. And and apparently that was so disrespectful. Chris Benoit made the Miz change in the hallway for like a year and a half. He wasn't allowed to get changed in the in the locker room with the guys. Wow. He had to change out in like the broom closet, like yeah. in the hallway.
2: Yeah, because of, you know, like yeah. wrestler's court and whatnot. Yeah. I'm like, not deep diving wrestler's court. It's stupid. Uh so <laughs> he was traveling with him actually and they were when they were traveling in close to georgia he would actually, he was actually able to stay with chris chris had moved to rural georgia because of his lone wolf style and chris told him that he's private so he didn't want Chava to tell people where he stays so one night later on they'd go out to eat and he noticed that chris was consistently ordering tequilas and after a few beers he said that Chris wouldn't drink often, but when he did, he would overindulge. Same with his eating. Like, he would eat a whole cheesecake instead of, like, a piece of a cheesecake. So after this, the next morning, they wake up late, and then Chris makes his flight. But Chavo does not, and then Chavo leaves an hour later. They were in North Carolina, Chris flew to Georgia, and Chavo flew to Texas. And then he receives a call from walk, from Chris Minoit, just checking on him, seeing if he made it okay, and all was good. In two and a half days, they were supposed to hook up again, and on early Saturday, Chavo landed in Dallas, where they're supposed to rendezvous. So he calls Chris, and so there they was, were going to meet up and then go to the next show. Yeah, the next city, which happened to be... It was Survivor Series. Uh, oh, no, no, it was a house it show. It was Belmont. Yeah. Uh, so he calls Chris, and there was no answer. Then he certainly gets a call back from Chris Benoit, who he says sounded off, and he asked if he was okay, and he said... Chris said that he was okay, but he had re- he had really, I mean, he had had a really bad weekend with Daniel and Nancy both being sick. They were dead, by the way. Uh,
0: they are at this point that he's having Yeah, phone at this call, point, he's
1: having a phone call with Travel Guerrero saying, "Yeah, I had a bad weekend. Nancy and and yeah, Daniel, are
0: sick, uh, sick. They're not feeling
1: good. Yeah, they're not feeling too good at all. Yeah, wow, yeah, they're yeah. fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> like- no, they are
2: feeling good. And he said he missed his flight." But he's gonna catch another one because they had to drive together to Belmont. Wait, what point is this? What day is this? This is Friday. This is uh, no, no Saturday. This is Saturday. Okay,
1: no, this was the this was after he murdered his wife and kid, but before he killed himself. Yes. Gotcha.
2: So well. and Chavo said he was it's going to wait for Probably it was. It was. Uh, and Chavo said he was going to wait for him, and he's about to get off. I mean, and as he's about to get off the phone, Chris Benoit stops Chavo, and he says, and I quote, Chavo, I love you. And he says it back. Chavo said it back. And then Chavo said, this time it felt different. Because they would always do it before. But this time it felt like Benoit was trying to make a point to tell him this. So Chavo called him immediately right back because he said it felt strange. And he asked him again, are you okay? Which Benoit said, yeah, man. I just had a very tough weekend. He murdered his family, by the way. Uh, I
0: mean, that's about as tough as we to That weekend is a yet. tough weekend,
2: if you think about it. I've never been through it, so I wouldn't know how tough it is. Yeah. But it's My car a tough weekend. Start. That's a tough weekend. That is a tough. But for Chris, it <laughs> yeah. was murder. But um, so Benoit says he had to take Daniel and Nancy to the hospital once again. This is a lie. They were dead by this point. Chavo told him okay and said, "I'm here if you need anything." And after that, he hung up. And this was the last time he spoke to Chris ever again. So after this, he was told that Chris called Scott Armstrong, which is a referee, and they were all traveling together at the time. And he said Chris kept calling, I mean, he kept calling Benoit after this, and he said it was always no answer. They then went to the house show, and they kept asking uh, the guys in the back
1: who were like the At producers. this point, at this point, they're at a house show, and Chris Benoit isn't there. What is a house so, show? So, okay, so, so a house show, like, so WWE will have house shows, and basically there's the Raw and the SmackDown shows, there's the pay-per-views, and then when they go to Towns, on like you know A fucking Wednesday night To just yeah. perform it, It's it's basically a uh, It's a non-TV show yeah, and, that's, and that's that's usually Where they that's usually If a wrestler wants to Try out a new gimmick See how it gets over With the crowd They'll try it on house shows um It's just uh, a way For them to tour towns and, and places Without it being on TV Yeah if it okay. happened
0: At a house show It technically didn't happen So it's not like Part of their like Greater narrative Or anything like no, that No every
1: once in a while They'll have something happen Like just to swerve the audience yeah. A title will change Some, hands yeah. At a house show but nine times out of ten, if you go to a house show, you're gonna see like at least two title matches. But they're yeah. they're gonna or if they want to make up, like, if they
2: want to make up a belt, they'll say that there was a tournament at some house show in like Japan, <laughs> and it would like it never would have happened. But they just want to give it a reason because no And, one they're, would and they're a lot
1: more laid back too. A lot of the wrestlers are allowed to be a little yeah, bit more creative, do whatever the fuck they want. can, do yeah. a little bit more, like be a little bit more off cuff because yeah. it's a house show. Okay, so,
2: so uh, the ba- the guys in the back, the producers kept asking, "Where's Chris?" Because the next night was a pay per view, and Chavo replied with, "I don't know. He missed his flight. He'll be at the show. I mean, he'll be at the next show, though." Because they're trying was- to cover for his friend. Yeah, which was Night of Champions. Uh, so the next morning at around 5 a.m., he gets a text from Chris. What morning oh. is this?
0: Sunday?
1: This is Sunday. This is the chilling part. Yeah, like so every time I hear this.
2: The next morning at around 5 a.m., he gets a text from Chris waking him up. The text re- reads, the dogs are in the closed pool area. The garage door is open. And that's all. That's all the text said. Yep. Wow. And he said that's weird, but he chalked it out to how terrible texting was in 2007. Because, you know, you would miss text every now
1: and then. And, you get a you know, random text message from like... A day ago. I'm on my way to get the eggs. And then that happened then like a week happen. ago. And yeah. you'd be like, what? And you'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck? But then... But then he gets another
2: text, this time from Nancy's from phone. From Nancy's
1: phone. Saying the same the thing. The same thing. The dogs are in the uh, closed pool area and the garage door is open. And she's like, ah, oh, what the fuck? It's, yeah. And Java he, was like, what the fuck is this? He just
2: was like, ah, uh, this is weird too. That's all he chalked it up as. Why did he say that? From both phones. We don't know. Uh, I don't know, but... (laughs) He's dead, so I can't really ask him. Uh, That's a good point. So he goes downstairs and sees Scotty Armstrong, and he asks him, Did you get any weird texts last night? And he said, Yeah. He got the same exact thing from Chris. And they were the same exact texts about the dogs. And then they called him and they got no answer repeatedly. Because at this point he's dead. Yeah. Okay. Then they go to the pay-per-view and still get no answer. And people were asking where he's at. And they cover for him. They thought something was going on in which Arm Anderson, Arne Anderson, who is a uh, producer for WWE, he also like he helps guys plan out their matches and shit like that. Uh, he says, because Chris was supposed to wrestle CM Punk for the ECW <laughs> title that night, you know what? If ben Walt didn't show up with no word, he's either taken off to Alaska to become a merchant marine, which they everyone was like that's right up his alley. He'd do some weird shit like that, or he's dead. Well, in a joking way, he was dead, by the way. But uh, and a little,
1: little little trivia. Since you know Mackenzie just joined us, I got some some, some trivia. Do you know who CM Punk faced? For the ECW championship. John Morrison. John Morrison, the mayor of Slamtown. Hey, Cajun. You can and see the mayor of Slamtown on Survivor, and you can ah. see us cover it the Outlast podcast, yes, which we'll be did. recording after he, this is over with. He filled in. For- yeah. Johnny Nitro filled in and won the ECW championship. So, so but something good came
2: from this. Yep. So, the next day they were in Corpus Christi. I call it Corpus because it is literally unanimously known that whenever WWE runs a show there, the crowd is literally dead For most of the time Like they don't give a fuck About what's going on in the ring It's the worst I don't know why They still go there It literally sucks Money yeah, Why they go to Saudi Arabia Cor- Yeah but Corpus Christi Is just literally like Like at least the, the fans over there Like give a fuck Corpus Christie looked like they don't even Want to be there But so they go there For a super show And a super show Is when both brands Would be on the same show We're on Smackdown And still they didn't know Anything that happened so Chavo then goes to John, Johnny Ace, or Johnny Laurinaitis, who's the head of talent relations, and shows him his phone, in which Johnny says in his shitty voice, Chavo, why didn't you show me this Chavo, yesterday? why did you not show me this yesterday? Yeah, so John Laurinaitis was wrestling in a match More in Japan. like John Langitis. Yeah, <laughs> he was wrestling a match in Japan, and I think, like, somehow he fucking broke one of his, like, I think somehow his, like, neck or something, something happened to his neck. And his voice has been shitty ever since then. He always sounds like this all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Where's the supermodels at? That's basically (laughs) how it is. So Chombo says, I was trying to cover for him. So then Chombo guesses they called the Atlantic police. I mean, the Atlanta police. And that was the last thing he heard around. I mean, until around an hour later. WWE calls a big meeting around the ring with the wrestlers which they do periodically for like team meetings. So they'll just call all the like wrestlers down to the ring and just, you know, say, "Uh, this uh we're doing pretty good this month" or some shit like that. It'll just either be big announcements or just like for team morale. And then they go to the meeting and they're sitting there. Chavo then looks over to the man with the most drip, Rick Flair, who Woo. was sitting next to him who was crying, and he says Rick Fla- he says, "Rick What's going on? Rick replies, they're gone. And he says, what do you mean? And by the way, this is before it was announced. Rick says, Daniel, Nancy, and Chris, they're gone. And then Chavo yells, saying, what do you mean they're gone? Because he want to hear it from his mouth. And Rick says, they're dead. Then his heart drops. And Vince didn't announce it. So he's sitting there with his head, his head in his hands, saying to himself, what? Are you kidding me? This is two years after Eddie died. Sure enough, Vince announces it, saying he doesn't know the circumstances at the time, but he says that the family are no longer with us. They don't know how the circumstances are... They don't know what it is, so they're going to take tonight and turn it into a tribute show for Chris. So Chavo grabs Vince in the back, which I kind of am not for sure. Maybe Vince was being extra nice this day. I mean, his best friend dies. I know, but I, I just... It's like, it's hard picturing Vince being, you know, like, come here, pal. (laughs)
1: Come here, pal. You need a good hug." Well, Papa Vince, console you. Give me a good hug. (laughs) uh, Why blow your nose with my millions of dollars? (laughs) Yeah, it was one of those.
2: But uh, he says, uh, he grabs Vince in the back and asks what happened. And Vince just hugs him. And Chavo is crying, saying, not again, not again. So Jericho says that he had gotten a call from Brian Gervitz, who was one of the Producer in the back Saying that he had to Tell him something This is before Yeah and it was like, and I was like I'm gonna tell you something You're gonna love Yeah this is before The Chris Benoit. They found out about that shit He was like I'm gonna tell you something You were gonna at this love point,
1: At this point When this whole happened Chris Jericho didn't work For WWE Yeah so Like th- he just was taking time He was about to come back okay. But at that present time Chris Jericho took like time off To like Just because he was just Fozzy or like, whatnot Well it, at that point He was burnt out ah, He was like I'm just okay. burnt out With wrestling So I need a break
2: Yeah usually it's so. like I'm going on tour with Fozzy Uh which was originally, uh, he was going to tell him something he was going to love, which was originally for Raw. They were going to have Bruce Campbell on for the funeral events. So from uh, the evil dead and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Why him? Uh, just for some probably shits and giggles. They always have random celebrities on whenever they can get one. They had one.
1: Bob Barker on an episode of Raw one time. Yeah. <laughs> hosting The Price is With Raw. this really
0: long
2: microphone. <laughs> this and, is The
1: Price yeah, is Raw. <laughs> That was a thing. That was a thing. It was a great thing. Uh,
2: So Jericho misses the call because he was working out with his son. He then called him back and said that Brian's whole tone was different. Brian told Jericho, you're not going to want to hear this. Which Jericho was confused because he just told him he was going to want to hear it. Brian then said, he's gone. And Chris said, Who? Cause he thought Brian said earlier in the message something about
1: Vince burying him. Yeah, he thought it was gonna be like Vince coming on TV and being like, "Fuck Chris Jericho." So ba- he sucks. So basically, <laughs> what burying is is like
2: getting on T, like shitting on a wrestler, or like having a wrestler lose a match for literally no reason. And
1: basically, anything that makes the wrestler look worse than when they started is is burying. Yeah. So definitely. like, so like for example, there was this group called the Nexus, and they were like this group of like fresh up and coming, like the future of wrestling. And like they debuted by taking out John Cena, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, like choked a announcer, like this huge, like, who are these people? Like, wow. And then at the pay-per-view, John Cena single-handedly b- b- beat them all
0: oh <laughs> and, yeah. and, and killed their momentum.
1: Yes. And that's being buried because yes. now five of you couldn't beat John Cena. Mm-hmm. So, so why should I give a fuck? Yeah. So any, anytime anybody makes lessons of wrestlers, Um, Effect Is basically a burial Yeah So
2: then he said No Chris And the whole family Jericho then pulled over And started crying Which his son said Daddy you cry funny (laughs) Jericho then asked How was all three of them dead? He was thinking He thought it was a carbon monoxide Carbon monoxide It was not that
0: That's would have been a lot nicer. better.
2: Yeah, uh, Chavo said no one in the back knew, and when everyone found out, Jericho says we still really don't know what went down that day. But Jericho says that's not the guy they knew. Uh, Jericho still thinks it was the concussions, and it says he gives him some type of closure on it.
1: Yeah, it, it was funny because um, when when Sandra's on it talking, she's like, "Yeah, maybe if you know the the you know neurologist." came from like Yale or something and not some fucking college in like Boston. Maybe I'd believe him, but like, you know, I don't believe that it was anything to do with concussions. And then Chris Jericho was like, oh yeah, okay. And then like in his episode with Chavo, he's like, I firmly believe it was concussions. So like, it's it was just funny to me. Like, I feel like she like was so firmly on, like, he didn't have concussions. It wasn't that. And Chris Jericho was just like, well, all right, I'm not going to argue with yeah, you. But boom. like, it was, I don't know. I thought it was funny. But let's get into the juicy shit down. the juicy details. Yeah, so this is how we did it, and this is what happened. All right, so, like, he just said, this is how we did it. If people are uncomfortable, maybe you should, like, skip ahead. So let's deep dive into what
2: actually happened that night in the Benoit family household that saw the death of a wrestling family. So let's start off with Nancy. So on Friday, June 22nd, Chris Benoit killed his wife Nancy in the upstairs bedroom. Her limbs were bound, and her body was wrapped in a towel. A copy of the body was left by. I mean, a cop, A copy of the Bible was left by her body. Injuries indicate that Benoit had pressed a knee into her back while pulling on a cord around her neck, causing strangulation. Blood was also found under her head, suggesting that she may have been. I mean, may have tried to fend off Chris. Officials said that there were no signs of immediate struggle. However, toxicologists found alcohol in her body, but were unable to determine whether it had been present before the death or was a decomp- decomposition product. Uh, decomposition also made it difficult to estimate pre-death levels of hydrocodone, I mean hydrocodone and absopolem or some of the fuck found in therapeutic levels in her body. In any case, her medical examiner saw no evidence that she was sedated. As her son had been when he was killed, so this is on Friday. So then we move on to Saturday morning. Saturday morning, Daniel, his son, was suffocated and killed. And Wait, so st-
0: how? What's Daniel doing this whole time? Sleeping. Is he just Sleeping. Sleep? Yeah. Okay. So Chris.
1: Yeah. Chris kills. His, Chris kills Nancy, and then you know lets his son sleep throughout the night, probably because you know he's a psychotic, having a psychotic break. And it's probably like, I killed my wife, I killed my wife, I killed my wife, I killed my wife. Killed my wife. Oh my God, he's going to wake up and see his mom dead. I got to kill him too. Yep. As what I'm assuming is possibly what was going on. I'm not going to speak on behalf of anybody, but yeah. like, that's probably what happened. So Daniel was I'm no then, psychiatrist.
2: <laughs> Daniel was then suffocated and killed in his bedroom, and a copy of the Bible was left by his body. Yeah. Uh, Daniel had external injuries to the throat area, showing no bruises. Daniel's exact time of death is unknown. The reports determined Daniel was sedated with Xanax, was likely unconscious when he was killed. Daniel's body had also started to show signs of decomposition, but not as far as long as his mother's body. Uh, Yeah.
1: And And that was Saturday morning. Yep, so Saturday. And here's how he killed himself. So after that, he does all the, you know, weird phone calls and stuff like that. Cause like uh, Sandra said, it was it was kind of like, you know, he was coming 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 like in and out of like the psychotic break. You know, he was like having these this episode where he kills his family, but then snaps out of it and then goes, "I need to get to the show. I better start planning my flight." And then then going back into being, you know, going back into a psychotic break yes. where he's like, you know, doing doing all these other things. So he was like going in and out of like consciousness. I guess is the word. Yes. Right? Yeah.
2: So during this time, he calls. Chavo, Scotty Armstrong, and then he leaves text messages for all those people and an unknown person. He left a voicemail for an unknown friend. Benoit literally, I mean, he later calls WWE Talent Relations office stating that his son was vomiting and that he and Nancy were at the hospital with him. He also stated that he would be taking a later fight into Houston when he was scheduled to face CM Punk, but he did not make that event. So, then Chris, according to the district attorney, Uh, committed suicide by hanging. So Benoit used a weight machine cord to hang himself by creating a noose from the end of the cord on a pull-down machine from which the bar had been removed. Uh, When when Benoit (coughs) released the weights, the move caused caused strangulation and snapped his neck. And he was found hanging from a pulley uh, cable. And this is after he had searched... For ways the easiest and quickest ways to kill, his, I mean to break, to snap the neck.
1: the neck. Yeah. Yep. In his Google search, so, so he googles and easy the quickest and easiest way to like break your neck, and then basically devises a plan with a weights, like with his like weights, weight like workout equipment, and then kills himself. Like it was not, it was something that like, you know, a normal person and like the normal mindset could not do. Honestly, the all- strength you would have to have. To pull that off. Like, so it's, it's, insane. and like
0: dedication. Yeah. Tours doing that. It's, it's, kind of, all the deaths seem really weird. Like, why bind your wife if you could, like, clearly overpower her? We're
1: not, we're saying, you know, it's, it's yeah,
0: that's right. There's like weird moments where he's like putting a whole lot of effort into this and he's also like totally gone yeah. off the deep end.
2: And the police say that no one besides him could have done it because of the strength. And they have us have, uh, they hypothesized that the pressure of winning the belt was what killed him. So also, it's like to think the thought press, the thought process of, okay, now I have to kill myself, and here's how I'm gonna do it. So after you kill all those people, and he's still in the house while this is happening, like his family is just dead upstairs. Just what's death.
0: what did he do that that rest of that time? He just called people and just walked
1: around. He just 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 lived in his house with his dead wife and kid, like in the house.
2: Wow. And then he took the weight, those big ass weights, put them on there, hung himself, and then pushed the weight off, snapped his neck. So that's how he died. And then after
1: that. And And so then after that story gets out and like the media is like saying it's steroids saying it's drugs it's concussions and you know and then you find out that Chris Benoit did do steroids Um, and literally that almost single-handedly shut down WWE the steroids thing like the, the concussion like, like drugs concussions and okay. steroids like so uh, they're like you just had a wrestler kill himself and his family like wh- how did this get past you how how did you guys not catch this which Valid criticism, but I don't think it's one hundred percent fair.
0: Yeah. yeah, I feel like there wouldn't even be yeah a criticism nowadays. Yeah, I mean you look at like, well I guess it would be, but like <laughs> that kind of stuff. Happens all the time Like ton, bright, horrific brain injuries In yeah. the NFL and Well and like that's that. why
1: Concussion protocol Is such a big thing now yeah. So shit like that Doesn't happen It used so. to be Back in the day You could get
2: a concussion And still wrestle the match
1: Yeah There's actually a There's a Larry King interview uh, Larry King has Chris Jericho John Cena And um, Rowdy Rowdy Piper on And they're talking about It's literally like During this While it's going on And like And they're, and they're talking And like It's, it's funny because like Oh, no, it wasn't Rowdy Piper. I'm sorry, it was Bret Hart. Bret Bre Hart is talking about how, like, you know, yeah, this happens in wrestling. Like, he's taking the stance. John Cena's toeing the company line, being like, you know, the drug policy of WWE is immense care, and this. And then Chris Jericho's like, not nah, bullshit. My friend killed somebody. Like, and yeah. then he's just... It's it's just crazy to see, like, the three sides of everything. Yeah, like, so
2: they do say back to the murder that there was no suicide note found during the initial investigation, but a note was later discovered in another Bible that had been included in Benoit's possessions that was sent to his first wife. According to pro-wrestling journalist Dave Meltzer, there was a note that was found in a Bible by the mother of Chris's two children, Martina Benoit, who lives in Canada. The Bible was mixed in with Chris's personal belongings that were shipped, uh, that were shipped with them. Chris Benoit's father, father Michael Benoit, stated he had a handwritten Notation in there Saying I'm preparing to leave This earth
1: You should have said The dogs are in the enclosed pool area And the garage door is open
0: Yeah so That's so so weird like it doesn't even really make Like if you I get if you're like well I'm gone This is where the dogs are in case you want to know Yeah, Like the garage door is open that's I guess as a whole, it seems like such a weird footnote to end it on. And so
1: now the whole aftermath of this, you know, obviously, you know, it almost brings down WWE wrestling once again is like, oh, it's all about drugs and steroids and precaution protocols. Um, Chris Benoit's oldest son tries to make it in wrestling and no company books him because his last name is Benoit. Like That's
0: how that's how he was. Well, he was still so dedicated to making his last name Benoit. He didn't even want to be like, well, I'm what's his oldest son's name?
1: I, I uh, mean, David. I don't know why he doesn't just use a different ring name. Yeah. I, I guess know. that's not the point. Kind of looks okay, yeah. but like, but like that's too. the thing. Like, he kind of looks like him. He's a Benoit, and even if like you wrestle under, yeah, I'm you know John Smith the third, you know, you're still Chris Benoit's kid. So, so yeah, that's very uh, true.
2: I will say just to add some things of what happened afterward. So, uh, they a lot of other countries don't get, uh shit on time. They get him in tape delay. So all the matches that did have him in it, they edited those out. Uh, we talked about the WWE Network thing. So in 2015, Chris was named his name was mentioned as part of the WWE Network Monday Night Wars series that looks back on the fall WCW. That was the first time they had mentioned his name on any WWE programming since 2007. And uh, in 2009, interview Vince... With WWE Magazine, Vince McMahon discussed Ben Wall's legacy, saying it's not right to pretend he didn't exist. It's so one thing to include him as part of a historical perspective, which I believe is okay. And it's another thing to promote him, which is not okay. The situation is very similar to that of O.J. Simpson. Despite, despite his controversy, O.J. was still a part of the NFL scene. You can't deny that he existed. And uh, Ben Wall is listed in the WWE Encyclopedia, where his wrestling career up to where he lost to lost the WWE Heavyweight Championship. I mean, the World Heavyweight Championship to Randy Orton. And uh, promotional materials for the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. regularly stated that two wrestlers uh, have ever won the Royal Rumble match for number one. However, only Shawn Michaels is n- mentioned in that. Chris had
1: also won it at number one, too, but they don't mention that. They yeah, do, do this thing where it's like here's why the Royal Rumble's great, by the numbers. And then they'll be like, two, only two men have won the Rumble, uh, coming in at number one, and one of them's Shawn Michaels. And then they'll just glaze upon it. and Yeah.
0: Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yep.
2: And then in WWE 2K15, uh, in the WWE, I mean, in the 2K showcase mode, which is like they'll showcase, they'll pick a certain wrestler's career, and then they'll do like, you can play through it. Uh, they have one called Better Friends, Bitter An- Enemies Circulating. I mean, yeah, circulating around the rivalry between Triple H and Shawn Michaels from two thousand two to two thousand four, it was mentioned that after the last man standing match at two thousand four Royal Rumble, both Triple H and Shawn Michaels would compete in a triple threat match at WrestleMania, which neither of them won, but that their competitor in the match, which is Chris Benoit, is not mentioned.
1: Yeah. They'll be like, neither one of them won, but they didn't tell you who won it. That's that, how they that's over really it. odd. Yeah, they'll be like, and both these men went on to compete at WrestleMania in a triple threat match, but they both lost. You're like, All right, next.
0: All next. right. <laughs>
1: Yep, and... Uh, that's why they do it. They'll, they'll still acknowledge... They'll acknowledge it exists when they have to, but other than that, it's it, yeah. we don't have to talk about Chris Benoit. And that said that
0: they do that, like, I feel like way better than I would think most other like, companies that deal with this controversy like that would, mm-hmm. or at least they, they eradicate it in like a much stronger sense.
1: Well, it helps when you have a network that you can literally control what's on it. Like... Yeah, that's and it, very and it true. helps when, and it's helped when like your entire product is scripted too. Like, yeah. it's very easy for me to not talk about Chris Benoit on WWE when I have to say my script every single week. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, this would never happen on the Indies cause nothing scripted, you know, someone would probably use Chris Benoit to get over cause it'd be heat. Yeah. So,
2: and then after this, they became like a huge manhunt from the government trying to get at WWE for steroids, mm. which they have done before back in the day. Yeah. But, uh, so Chris is the personal doctor for Chris Benoit was this guy named Doctor Phil C. Austin III, which I'm not hundred percent sure about this. I didn't get to research completely and get into it, but he was a personal doctor for Chris Benoit. And then his uh, his attorney Manny Aurora asked to asked the judge to throw out evidence seized during a raid on Austin's office after Benoit and his family died, and he claimed the search ex- exceeded authority granted the search warrant. So after all this. Uh, he admitted to illegally prescribing drugs to Chris and all that, and um, he would do it without examining the patients and shit. So he was—he pleaded guilty to 175 counts against him and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. So <laughs> the cops so. went on a fucking manhunt. Yeah,
1: Chris Benoit's personal doctor like prescribed him medications like basically illegally, that you know led to him fucking killing his family and himself. And then it's kind of like it's kind of like when Michael Jackson's doctor went to prison after he died. Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that, except to a I don't know if I would say lesser degree, but
0: yeah. Well, you said you said something in there about how the neurologist said there was no yeah. he had no indications of Alzheimer's. What what I had heard previously, which I guess is not true, was that his brain was like that of like an eighty year old Alzheimer's they, patient. Like it was so severely see, damaged. That's, that's
1: that's another report
2: that I have heard. Yeah, of, so that's another report too. That that was what Sandra said. But, uh which his, is insane if that's true. His father, yeah. Michael Benoit, has also said the other why. So it's kind of like maybe there's somewhere in the middle that you can believe.
0: But you kind of have to imagine that, like a career like that where he's taking that much head trauma. Yeah, it has to be. It
2: has to be. To,
0: yeah, it has to but be something seriously wrong.
2: Here's what we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna end it off here. So. There is a biopic title, Crossface, being developed, which will be based on Matthew Randazzo's book, Ring of Hell, The Story of Chris Benoit and the Fall of the Pro Wrestling Industry. It shows Benoit from his early days being traded by the Hart family. They're making a movie about his, this? Yep. To his rise with oh, ECW, WCW, why? and WWE, to the death of his wife's son and his own suicide. The movie was originally announced in 2011 with, that, with plans to begin filming in 2012. However, they were delayed. So, and oh, also... We don't need this to be a movie. Mm-hmm, and in lights so of further reports on CT, where wrestlers... I mean, when newest wrestlers were diagnosed postpartum with CT, there has been a huge lawsuit filed by a lot of wrestlers towards WWE, which they're still going through now. Yeah, so, there are
1: still wrestlers who are, like, suing, because they're like, now nah, fuck you, I'm going to die in when I'm 40 because of my brain, like... And yeah, because you
0: though, made Russell when I had a concussion. Yeah. yeah, even
2: though in some cases it wasn't WWE, but they kind of don't know who to sue. Not I mean, NFL WWE players are doing them. the same thing, too. Yeah, <laughs> like.
0: but yeah, so in the end... Is there any names attached to that? Project, I well, no, the movie, not anymore. yeah, okay. yeah, no, I, have, I, I didn't I know. even know there was a movie until yeah, a there was a second movie. Ago. I remember
2: when it was announced.
0: I feel like you gotta wait longer than uh, just for 10 I hope years. David yeah. Hasselhoff plays, Has Chris Benoit. Been, yeah, I mean, they did that, uh, I mean, they one. did that Fox <laughs> Catcher <laughs> movie, I mean, it's been like 20 30 years, yeah, but I like, was gonna say it's been much, much yeah. longer, like it's barely yeah, been 10 one. years.
2: But so, that is the end of the very sad story of Chris Benoit, a story with high highs. And lowest fuck Low, lows.
0: Lowest of lows, yeah. And so did you ever explain the Bible thing?
2: No, nobody literally knows what yeah, he the just, fuck he the just Bible, Bible is. Yeah, B- B- he, just,
0: he just opened up the Bibles and he put them He was him, just putting Bibles put next to- they open any specific passages? Nope. no, He, just, put he them- just
1: opened them up and put them next to Daniel and And he wasn't even religious. He just, no, he yep. wasn't religious at all.
0: Really interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's where... Yeah, he's dead.
2: We The world lost a one a woman and her child, a kid who... Didn't even get to live to the point where he'd probably be a teenager right now. And they lost him. And uh, two kids lost a father to something like fucked up where they can't even really talk about it. Because they probably get shit on about it. And wrestling as a whole. Changed forever. Changed forever. Yep. Some for the good and some for the bad. Because WWE after this went hardcore PG. Yeah. To where they're like a children's company now. So, Yeah. Or that's no, really, family friendly. That's company. really interesting.
0: I feel like the whole thing. There's like clear moments where he was like unhinged, but like he still like has this really weird, deranged clarity. Yeah. Where like he knows exactly what he's doing, but like it's also like he's committing horrendous crimes, and it's it's really odd to think about that. He's like. Yeah, like he's just like carefully calculating the murder of his, you know, his wife and his son, yeah. and then himself. And then he's like, "I gotta get to, that, I gotta get here." Because That's
1: the thing. Like, it'd be, it'd be one thing if, like, you know, it'd be one thing if if it was all concurrent. I think, like, if it yeah, was all one night, he just happened. murdered everybody well, yeah, and himself. Yeah, it'd be or or even or even if like you know he found out like you know his wife and kid were just like choked, and then like he like you know, OD'd on drugs. They was they were like, all different, and he had an ala- and he, like the they the way he killed or- himself was planned. Like it had to. There was no way. You could do that easily you know what i mean, yeah. I mean even the, that's the thing like you had he had the mindset to pl- elaborately plan this entire thing and then the bible thing like, yeah the
2: bible thing to like, me like, this, is was like, this, was that, like, this was not something that this
1: was not a a oh my god what the fuck have i done kind of thing this was a, a very much a
0: he's like you and then you and then a planned you. thing yeah yeah
1: and that's that's the crazy thing too because like you know you're i don't know i don't know yeah, he's.
0: That's re- it's really weird because I feel like most times you hear serial killers, you're like, well, they were insane and that's why they did it. But I feel like there's like so such weird like things like that Bible thing, and like him talking on the phone to all these people and being like, well, I got to get to the next match or whatever. They're sick. Yeah, it's like a really weird. Like it is to the point where you are like, well, he's cl- there's something there. Yeah. There's that's something really odd, there, to think but about. you're
2: not. Yeah, you're
0: not quite able to pull. Yeah, like, he's on not yet. like totally. I mean, he is insane, insane but like but there's something. It's just like he a, was
1: having, like I said earlier, he was having like in and out. Yeah, was he like was in, in and, and out. out yeah. yeah. There are so. moments when he was like lucid and like clear and like not. You know, that's totally
0: crazy. It also, I, I kind of wonder, like, if there was one singular thing where it was just like tonight, it's happening. Yeah. Like, no. What? Uh, like, it feels I like want to know the with all that stuff, like. What was the final thing? Though? Yeah, like was, was it like, like an
2: argument or did he just like fucking was like, she made that barbecue a little bit not good enough and he was like, fuck, I'm killing you and killed everyone. Like, I just want to know. <laughs> but you, like I said, that, you that is, barbecue you chicken, know what? I want to pull pork. And that's, <laughs> that's how we can end the story. At the end, you will never know. Yeah, that's a thing that even Chris happen. Jericho
1: says. He's like, we're never going to know and that's the why a lot of people that's why a lot of wrestling fans like are all, are still talking about it cuz it's like That's why we're still talking. That's why oh, we're yeah. talking about I'm it. I'm not
2: going to deep dive into this, but there's also the reason why people think that he was murdered by someone else. So, a uh, hour or two before uh no, I think a day before the announcement of everybody that had died, it was posted on uh Wikipedia that his whole family was dead. Oh, really? Yeah. So, it was posted on Wikipedia that he died and everyone else died.
0: Before it was even Before announced? Before it was
2: even announced.
0: That's a really strange coincidence, yep. if that's true.
2: No, it's true. Yikes. Yeah. Or Kevin no, Sullivan? I think it might have been just him. I think it might have been like, no, it was... It was
0: just one of those hoaxes that just happened no, to be No, let me this- check.
2: Because I have it written down. But I didn't fucking feel like jumping into it. Uh... There was oh okay that's what it was it was Chris Walt was replaced by Giant Natural for the ECW World Championship match Mayor of
1: Slamtown.
2: <laughs> as Chris Walt was not there due to personal issues stemming to the stemming from the death of his wife Nancy and that was added at twelve o one a.m. on June twenty fifth and yeah, the bodies so before, were discovered at so two before
1: it was announced they said so it was Wikipedia fourteen hours earlier he got replaced because his wife died
2: yeah fourteen hours earlier wow.
0: Yeah. yeah That's odd I don't even I didn't have any questions That's just weird
2: Yeah But yeah You'll never know And that is the fun thing about
1: Until the movie comes out
2: Until the movie comes out <laughs> And they fucking make it work And then they but, make it aliens
1: Yep But that is the fun <laughs> thing about Demonic possession Like that's the, just, possession of, of yeah. <laughs> that's the fun
2: thing about Conspiracy Club Of Chris Benoit Yeah That's the fun thing about Conspiracy Club Because you'll never actually know What we're going to talk about so. so What are we talking about
0: next week? Oh Actually we are talking about aliens
2: Hell yeah. Well, there goes all that dark deaf shit on the Hopefully aliens. Hopefully, it's a
0: little zanier because aliens are. Oh, they're as fucking. A whole.
2: Yeah, I've seen Men in Black. What a fun movie. <laughs> That's what movie. I was going to talk about.
1: Do they, well, ba- Do they play basketball against the Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan? Yeah, the Monstars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be tuning in for that.
0: Yes. So. so From Moron Mountain? Yeah. Join the club
2: like Chad did and like everyone does. I in got, got my room. jacket in the mail. It was great. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait till we get leather jackets. But like everyone has in this club. Everyone. Everyone.
1: Everyone. Everyone and more.
2: Yeah. Ah, uh, uh Tom and Emir brand growing before your Tom eyes. Tom and Chad and Amir. And that is T O M C
0: H A D D. <laughs> Tom Chad. And uh A N D E M I R. It's actually just Tom and Amir. Yeah. Chad's it is not Tom, in there yet. It's not yet. It's, not yet. it's, it's implied. Soon.
1: But yeah, so I'll slowly start hosting this too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about yeah. to be called Chadmore Media. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what is the like what is the
2: no yeah our Twitter is at Tommy Miratio yeah, and, and our
0: Instagram so follow those we'll, we'll post the links to the episodes and just other relevant like creepy stuff that we find yeah. throughout the day anything else you want to say anyone else no. anyone yeah anyone has to say about Chris Benoit um
1: no. I don't have anything to say about Chris Benoit but I will say you should definitely follow me at the chat 100 ah yes. that's yes. my Twitter um, also, um, if this story, uh, you know, interested you and you want to learn more about wrestling as a whole, you can tune into my podcast. Uh, it's called Pinned, a pro wrestling Ridge. podcast. I host that once a week. Um, we normally just talk about Raw and SmackDown unless, you know, I hate what happened and I'll talk about something else. But yeah, we, we jump right into wrestling. There's a bunch of interviews that we've had from wrestling shows like Chris Eric Bischoff, you know, Scott Steiner, you know, a lot of really legendary names. So check us out. You can find us at uh Podcasts on Twitter, and you can also get us on Anchor, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amor Media, yeah. which you can follow at Amor Media Co. Yeah. That's all of our social media platforms.
0: Well, like I always say. Oh, I was just going to oh, say. What the fuck I'm, I'm sorry one of today. thank what you, the thank fuck. you to Chad for being on here and oh, prov- but now you're thinking guests, dude, and, uh, and, uh, and providing this. a mirror with somebody that knows something about uh, yeah. wrestling.
1: Hey, it was fun. Thanks for having me on. No we can't wait yeah. to have you back. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about Devon Eric's.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. we're gonna have you back. All right, now, now you can close it out. All
2: right, so like I always say before, I was really interrupted <laughs> by the local sellout of this show, <laughs> Tom. Before we did t- do
1: that though, I also want to say oh, it real quick, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can check out. That's why I quit this show. Sip and Cinema. That's another uh, podcast that us three and Grant have done. That's this out now. We did our Thanksgiving special with Thanksgiving. Right all right, go ahead now. Look at him.
0: He's pissed off. Seven uh, cinema
1: Outlast
2: stupid,
0: all yes, of But
2: yeah. like I always say finally at the end of every
0: episode. That's
2: fucked. <laughs>
0: wow, that's fucked. <laughs> See you guys next week.
2: Fuck you. That's how it ends. <laughs>